Wife Material Podcast. Qualifying to be a wife. Most females out here don't know that, one, they're not a woman because they need to learn to become one. They need to learn from their mistakes or at least from other people's mistakes, you know, other females' mistakes, so that way they don't make the same mistakes. That way they make better decisions. The thing about being a woman is that you make better decisions. You tend to make more rational, logical decisions than emotional. A female, by default, is emotional. By default, makes decisions based off their emotions, which usually is 90% negative emotions anyway. Therefore, the decisions are going to be negative. So if your emotions, on average, is negative, and you base your decisions based off your emotions, then that means your emotions, I mean, your, your decisions are going to be negative. Negative means bad. That should be common sense, but it's not as common as it should be, right? So with that factor, it's like a woman is more reasonable, right? more logical. She learns to not rely on her emotions too much. Use it as a, a guideline to let her know that she might be making the wrong decision. Because if she feels a certain type of way, like she feels, oh, this guy doesn't feel like he's... The right guy to get married with. Now, there could be the possibility, of course, that your your emotion, not your feelings, is warning you of something. But it's warning you more of your doubt, and your doubt comes tends tends to come from your lack of understanding, your lack of knowing something. So it's not that he ain't the right guy to marry, for example, but is that you don't know. If he's the right guy to marry because you haven't vetted him properly right you haven't gotten to know him well enough most females nowadays barely know guys last names and that used to be a guy thing where guys barely knew females first names, but sometimes they did know the first name but didn't know their last names right so it's just the irony that's more 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 now than before females are trying to be more like the guys of the past and the bad guys of the past, not even the good guys of the past, the bad guys of the past. So it's kind of ironic, the whole like, oh, we want to be equal to men. Which men? The fuck boys? That's what, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a big pattern of females trying to pretend to be and imitate fuck boys, but not real, you know, real men, you know, good quality guys, good guys. Most females don't try to imitate good guys. They just make a habit of trying to imitate the bad boys. And that's a contradiction because men aren't bad boys, right? That's why we call them bad boys and not bad men, right? That's why you always hear, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, bad boys, bad boys, fuck boys, fuck boys. Where are, where are all the good men? It's like, while we're saying that, why are we saying where are the, all the good boys, right? Where are the, all the good fuck boys, right? The reason we don't say that is because that's stupid. That's an oxymoron, right? That's a contradiction. It's like, if you're a fuckboy, you're not a man. And you're not good, right? Good as in good for relationship. I'm not saying that you're not a good person per se. You're just not good for relationship. So if a female is looking for a man, right? A good man for a long-term relationship to live happily ever after, then you're supposed to ignore the fuckboys obviously, and look for the good men. And the good men are out there. More likely, the good men are already in your life. Then, if there's men in your life that you consider to be good, 
like your brothers or your father or uncles or some or some male figure, maybe a teacher or something. That's a guy, right? And you see you see them as a good person, right? A good man. Then their advice, their judgment of who is and isn't a good man should be adhered to. You know, shit. It wouldn't be that hard for you to ask. Like, I use this as an example. If you're in college, right, and you know, there's there's uh, male teachers. Well, hopefully, there are male teachers. Um, there's more female teachers nowadays than there used to be. But you know, let's say there's some male teachers. I mean, even maybe female teachers, but I, I would recommend male teachers more to ask them. You know, you know, who who is the best male student? Right, personality-wise, academically, right? You know, obviously good grades. You don't want to be, you know, chasing after the boy with the, with the low grades, right? You want the guy with the good grades, right? Um, and see what happens. You'd be surprised. It might be one of the guys that you're like, oh yeah, he's not my type. Yeah, but notice that he is quality. The teacher told you that. He's good quality, so he's a good guy, good man, even if he's not your type. The point is, is that if you're looking for a good man, then that's what a good man more likely is going to look like. He's more like more likely going to not. He's more likely not going to be your type, but he's going to be the good man. Sometimes some people don't seem to understand nowadays that what makes somebody good usually is because they have a lot of bad experiences, and that teaches them to be better so if a guy doesn't look good for example right he's more likely going to have a great personality he's probably going to be a really really kind heart hearted person why because life is constantly shitty on him constantly shitting on him so of course if he is strong enough to you know turn that negativity into positive he's going to be a positive person right especially if he can handle it weak men Right? Weak people, that implies females as well, will let the bad things in their lives negatively affect them and give them the excuse and, and the tech, you know, the license to be, to be a shitty human being. If you ever pay attention, most attractive males and females tend to be assholes. Assholes is not a good trait. That's a bad trait. Right? So thinking somebody that's attractive is good is not. They're good, on, they're good on the outside, but doesn't mean they're good on the inside. You need to try to find a balance or, uh, or choose uh, what quality you want. You want a good-looking guy who's an asshole or you want a, a good guy who looks like an asshole, <laughs> right? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you want a guy who looks like an ass who's, who's a great person or you want a guy who looks great but is, but is an ass, the choice is yours, but the thing is, I understand that you ideally you prefer, um, you know, a balance where you want the guy to look good and be good. Yeah, that would be nice, but think about how rare that is. Because, like I just said, the reason why a good-looking guy is an asshole is because he is good-looking. People are treating him so, you know, like like he's amazing and perfect and and never and never can do wrong. So of course he's always going to do wrong. By default, if people can get away with doing bad things, they will. And good-looking people tend to get away with bad things all the time. So no surprise that good-looking people tend to be assholes. Common sense.
but like I said, common sense is not as common as it used to be. Um, guys who are, like I said, guys who are not that attractive tend to be really nice guys, right? Really awesome guys because <laughs> life wasn't easy for them, right? They weren't treated, you know, like they deserved anything. So then they worked hard to get to get what they have. So they're more grateful for what they do have. So if they have a attractive female come by and show them any attention, any affection, he's going to appreciate it. A less attractive guy is going to appreciate the attention of a female way more than a good-looking guy. Because a good-looking guy is used to females throwing themselves at him. So he's going to care less. He's the guy who's going to treat you like an object. He's the guy that's going to treat you replaceable and, and disposable. But that's the guy's job. Mostly y'all females tend to chase. You know what I mean? And that's one of the importance of, you know, being a woman. Right? Qualifying to be a wife. Because you got to be a woman first before you can be a wife. You can't be a female and try to be a wife. Because being a female is, is essentially just, you're still mentally a child. You're still immature. You still haven't gained enough wisdom and knowledge to make better decisions. Not only that, but also to have skills. Because being, being a wife is no different from any other career, any other job. You need skill sets to be a wife. You can't be a wife, you know, or a proper one anyway. You could be a wife by title, but you can't be a wife by actual, the actual skill, right? There's tons of people out here that call themselves CEO, and they don't do CEO things. They're solo, Right? It's them by themselves, you know, doing some online e-commerce shit, right? Not saying that's wrong. Just saying that that's probably all they're really doing is just them selling shit online. And then they call themselves a CEO, even though they don't have people that, that rely on them for a paycheck, right? They don't have people that they are leaders of. The, idea, the thing about being a CEO is that you're the leader of a business. You're in charge and you got people who work for you. And you lead them, you know, like a real CEO, right? You're a chief executive officer. It makes no sense to be a chief executive officer of yourself. That's stupid. That's that TikTok bullshit. <laughs> I'm the CEO of common sense, right? That's not true, but okay. But anyway, that's the thing. Like, yeah, you might some you might get lucky and some guy will give you the the honor and the title of wife but do you really qualify for it are you really are you really in the position you deserve to be in right you probably just got the position because you're attractive right there's the term called trophy wife that's essentially what it is a woman attractive enough right to the guy right or just in general just oh my gosh she's super hot many guys find her attractive you know what i'm a wife her up not because she has a great personality, not because she can cook and clean or she has, she's, she's mother material or, or any other factors that matter for her to be, you know, in the wife position. She just looks good, right? So having her as a wife just aesthetically makes me look better because now I can go off, you know, it's the whole appearance thing. So most, most trophy wives tend to be trophy wives to, uh, you know, rich guys, not really poor guys, poor guys. You know, there's no benefit to having a trophy wife as a uh, poor guy, right? A guy who, you know, who lived paycheck to paycheck 
there's no benefit to having a trophy wife in that regards. Um, I mean, not saying most, not saying a guy at that level wouldn't want a trophy wife. Just saying that there's 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 no there's no lot there's no practical use for it. Um, if anything, that guy needs needs uh, needs a, a wife wife. Right? Needs a woman that can help him get out of his financial uh, limitation and help him rise to a higher level. Um, but yeah, like I said, like qualifying because sometimes. You know, being a wife involves you upgrading the man himself as opposed to you just him upgrading you, right? You upgrading him so that way, by default, you benefit from his achievements. So if a guy, let's say a guy does some YouTube videos, right? He does some science-related stuff on YouTube. That's cool. And all. You know, he teaches about science on YouTube. That's cool, right? He makes a little bit of money there. But you could probably encourage him to turn that into a you know a company you know I'll, I'll say like hypothetically like Stark industry or something right turn it into like a big technology company where he makes all types of cool shit sorry tons of cool shit and makes billions of millions of dollars because of basically like Elon Musk right so you take a guy who makes science YouTube videos and turn him into Bill Nye the Science Guy or turn him into Elon Musk or something like that, bang, right? You upgraded him. You encouraged him to go beyond uh, his niche, right? Go beyond what he was currently doing when you met him. And by default, of course, you'll benefit from it, right? That's the idea. So that's one of the many, many things about, you know, qualifying. And most females nowadays don't qualify for uh, much most females most females are actually losing the qualification for even dating even just for a just for dating just for you know dating for a couple months you know getting to know each other like most females barely qualify for that you know most guys are trying to avoid even dating avoid even talking to females and getting along it's getting really really dark for, for females out there um, in that in that aspect now what something I noticed Obviously, fortunate. There are many females out there, you know, who don't want that dark times to happen, right? They want to still get along with guys and, you know, have a bright future with, you know, with the male species. So they're out here trying to get women to do better, you know, try to get females to get to the woman level, right? Try to tell them to level up and this and that, you know, work on your fitness, work on your, your, your personality, Work on your social skills, you know, work on your finances, work on other, you know, you know, if you have hobbies, that's good. Most females don't have hobbies for, for many, many years. Females barely had hobbies. They have responsibilities, right? They, they, they had things they did that they liked, but they didn't really have hobbies like that. That's more of a guy thing. But more, more females nowadays, you know, are starting to have hobbies, you know, which is fine. Especially if it's a hobby that... Uh, matches the hobbies of you know the guys that she like or the, or the type of guy she wants you know like play video games or watch an anime or something like that those are you know useful hobbies to have because if you meet a, a really awesome guy who has those hobbies then that's something you can share you know it's not something you have to force yourself you don't have to try to um, like their hobby 
you will naturally like it because you yourself have the same interests. And then there's the you know opposites attract thing where it's like there's things that you like that they don't like and vice versa. But that's just because they never tried it. So then y'all share what y'all like with each other, you know, until y'all mutually like it, right? And that's good because y'all teaching each other, y'all y'all making each other better by by sharing y'all um, interests, sharing y'all life experiences. That's why it's important for females to understand this. Like, you're not your final form yet, until, you know, well, until you become a grandmother, but that's for a different conversation. But the point is, like, you know, you haven't truly become a woman yet until you start, you know, learning, you know, uh, things that guys like, learning, you know, how to get along with guys, learning how to, you know, use your feminine um, wilds, as they say, right, to their fullest. Uh, most females act like dudes. Most females act like assholes. And that's not feminine. That's not that's not a woman thing to do. And then most females still try to call themselves women, still try to say that they're a real woman when they're when they're not, because they're doing they're trying to imitate men and think that that equals them being a real woman. It's like no. Being a real woman is understanding that you're not a man and that you do things differently, right? You 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 deal with life differently because of your biology. Your biology is part of that, right? It's like being an alien from Mars or something, coming to Earth and then thinking you're equal to an Earthling, right? That you are the same as somebody who's from Earth. It's like no, you're you're different. Your biology is different. Your heart is probably in a different location. You probably don't even have a heart. You probably have like, you probably have a lung that acts like a heart or something. So you have. So you have like, let's say three lungs and one lung is filled with like blood and stuff and that pumps the blood to the, to the body. And it's like, so you have something kind of like a heart, but it's not an actual heart. You know what I mean? So, you know, stuff like that, like your skin tone is different. Your height is different. You might have six fingers and toes. Like there's so much different from you that it makes no sense for a alien from Mars to be like, oh, I'm the same as a human. It's like, no, no. There's some similarities, but you're, we're not the same. You're different, so that that matters. So your experiences and how you experience life and how you function in life is different from me. It's the same thing as like somebody who lost a leg, somebody lost, who lost both their legs. Well, they can't walk, so they're definitely different from somebody who does still have their legs who can walk. Can't say we're the same because we're not. I could walk, you can't. And that matters because if you can't walk, especially if you can't walk upstairs, it makes sense that me going me going up and down stairs is going to be easier for me than it is for you. And that's something you have to understand. You have to understand that your biology does determine your limitations, what you can and can't do. But you can try to surpass your limitations, of course. But that just means you got you're working harder than somebody else who doesn't. I just saw a video. And at first I was like, oh, don't, no, no, I don't want to support this. But then at the same time, I was like, oh, I want to root. I want to root for her. Because mm -hmm. this this big chick. Um, she was like six feet tall, 200 something pounds. She was muscular. And there was this guy who was like 5'8", I don't know, 5'10". He was like 5'10", 180 pounds. But 
they had to lift these heavy balls from the ground on top on top of onto a table and competitively of course i want to root for the guy like yeah boys boys win boys win but you know at first i was like when she got to the last to the last ball i still expected her to you know to put it up there that definitely expected her struggle but still wanted her to put it up there just because you know i, I tend to to root for people to succeed at something personally but because this was a competition versus you know boys versus girls right you know obviously want to support the boys right but um even though i started rooting for her um obviously the look on her face when he when it was his turn and how she was you know expecting him to lose and fail but i was like no no do not fail us represent lift that shit hurt yourself in the process if you have to <laughs> don't let her beat you but that's just the whole you know competitive aspect because i'm a guy so of course i'm you know i'm gonna root for the guy but not saying that i i didn't support the female right in the competition you know from doing good i wanted you know i wanted her to you know give it her all uh even though when you looked at both people she was like twice his size more she was taller than him like she, you expect that she, that she would have the advantage because she biologically looked bigger, stronger than him. So you expected her to succeed, right? But she, you know, but she didn't. And it's like, okay, that's the thing. There's limitations. Even when some a female is taller, even when a female looks way, way more muscular than the guy, the guy still ended up winning. The funny thing is the guy was actually giving her advice, like t telling her like how to lift it so she can win. And, it was like, and then he was like, oh, wait, why am I telling you, why am I helping you win? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, he realized the situation. And you know, it's funny, they're like, yeah, why am I giving her tips? Why am I helping her, you know, try to win? Um, so, so that was funny. But, you know, the guy won and he, he barely struggled lifting the weights and stuff like that, even though, like I said, she looked way stronger. But, you know, looks can be deceiving. Just because she looks stronger doesn't mean she actually was. That's that's a lesson learned. And that applies to men too, right? You, you see a guy who looks strong versus a guy who looks weak. There's a possibility that a guy who looks weak is actually stronger than a guy who looks strong. So looks can be deceiving. <sighs> you know? But, you know, again, biology matters. That's why I'm talking about biology. Just using this as an example of, like, the differences of, you know, that biology makes. Even when someone looks strong, they could actually not be strong, right? There could be a level of weakness uh, in, their, in, their, in their muscles, right? So, by, by biology, females' muscles tend to be a lot more, I think, more for stamina, less for... Uh, power so guys muscles are more for power less for stamina right so this is why guys tend to lift a lot of the heavy stuff why females tend to do a lot of the logistics right stuff that requires you to spend hours doing like cooking and cleaning right that takes a lot of stamina a lot of time um i, I mean i've seen footages 
from back in the day of females, you know, working on the farm and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm seeing them, you know, just doing media, uh, you know, medial tasks, you know, doing repetitive tasks over and over again for long periods of time. You know, sometimes you see images of females, you know, obviously, unfortunately, during slavery, you know, picking cotton more than you saw the guys because the guys were doing a lot of the heavy work while the females were doing a lot of the repetitive stuff. Right. So, again, it's that's the thing. The difference between men and men and women, obviously, biologically is men are designed more for power, heavy lifting, and females are more for stamina, more for longevity. So we have our we have our strengths, right? Just like if if we were to say guys are designed for lifting heavy stuff, but women are, are designed for speed, like they're designed to run faster, then shouldn't be surprised if a female, you know, athlete is faster than a male athlete because of biology. I wouldn't be surprised that the fastest man alive, Usain Bolt, if I'm right, if I think I pronounced his name right, Usain Bolt, probably will lose to most females because the biology is probably there. Most females tend to be lighter in weight, even though next to a guy, they might look the same size as the guy, but on a scale, they, they might be like 50 pounds lighter. And that could make a huge difference between, you know, being fast or slow. I mean, 50 pounds lighter, <laughs> you definitely should be faster. So that's the thing. Like I said, the chick who looked way bigger and stronger than the dude wasn't stronger than the dude. All right. So that's the thing. Looks can be deceiving. You know, muscles look strong, but they weren't as strong as they could have been. But like I said, qualifying to be a wife, you know, you you really gotta put in put in some thought into it. You know, if you if you want to be a wife, again, you know, I'm always supporting the idea of choice. It's like you want to be a career woman, do it. You want to be a wife, do it. It should be about choices, right? You know, because the funny thing is, it's always weird to hear feminism feminists talk about the idea of like they like like if women in the past never had choices and men did it's like everybody had choices there was men who chose not to be husbands let's not assume that every man was a husband that every that every woman was a wife not every woman was a wife there was tons of women there they were single childless with cats and they were cat ladies that's why we call them cat ladies that's literally all they had in their life was them and cats. They ain't have no friend. They ain't have no love, right? They have no 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 significant other. They had no kids, mostly. I mean, there are the ones who did have, you know, did have the husband and kids thing, but they lost their husband. The kids, you know, are are grown and out the house. So then they have not much not much left, and then you know they resorted to collecting cats and became a cat lady which is unfortunate for those scenarios because that's unfortunate you know that the woman who chose the path of you know wife did still ended up being a cat lady at the end of her life but at least she has way less regrets than the cat lady like the official cat lady the one who chose the life of a loner the single the single life the hot girl summer and all that other stuff that's the one that has the most regrets so that's the one that suffers the most because the only thing, you know, on average, when it comes to the woman who chose the path of, 
of you know housewife not saying that being a housewife is a better choice i'm just saying that it is a choice but we see pattern wise that it does it does seem to um be it just seem it just turns out to be a little bit more worthwhile than to be single i mean if you could be single and live live a great life until the you know to the bitter end and so be it not against it you know not saying marriage is for everybody not saying being a wife is for everybody just saying that for most people for most females it is being a wife is one of the best things you can do in your life right and being a mother obviously great achievement you know especially if you're an amazing mother and you do great in raising your children so that way the future of the human race is populated by great human beings <sighs> the irony most females don't want to have kids because they see the world being bad and then they're like oh i don't want to have kids i want to bring kids into this world and it's like and this world is bad it's like but the thing is your kids are supposed to replace the people that's bad in this world the people that's bad in this world are not going to last forever they're going to die eventually and you should have kids so they replace these people and your kids should be awesome because you should have you know obviously raised them to be awesome if you're an awesome person your children should be awesome if you're a shitty person i agree don't reproduce because you're just adding more shitty people into the human into the population but if you're a good person don't use the whole oh everybody else is bad therefore i'm not going to reproduce because you know don't want my good offsprings to be around the bad offsprings it's like no no we need the good offsprings to offset the bad offspring hopefully the good offsprings will convince the bad offsprings to be better think about it. think about it. a good wife with a shitty husband is still going to produce relatively decent human beings relatively decent children because there's at least still one positive light there's still one one of the parents is still good right it's better when both parents are good obviously but as long as one parent is good the children have a better chance especially because the whole idea is to show the difference between good and evil right bad you know bad versus good so you need a good parent to show what being good is and you know the other parent clearly is going to demonstrate what being bad is and you know obviously the idea is always encourage good behavior and I know this from personal experience because I've helped people, you know, raise children. I've raised people's children for them and and whatnot. So I've I've done a lot to teach and make the world a better place because I want better humans. That's one of my solutions to the problems of the world is to have better humans. So I that's why I'm, you know, making this podcast, for example you know where i'm trying to help people who want to do better who who want marriage who wants to be a wife who wants to be a husband right who wants to be you know part of the solution to the problem of the world if the world's full of shitty people then we need to fill it with good people and the way you do that is literally by making new people by reproducing that's what sex is for is to reproduce <laughs> It's not for fun. It's not for love. It's for reproduction. Can you have sex for fun? Of course you could. Not saying that sex can't be fun, obviously. It's still an activity, but it's it's 
it's about the logic of like if you get pregnant there's a reason for it I hate it when I hear females talking about that they're not ready for children or they're, they won't they wouldn't make a good mother or they don't know how to be a mother and this that there's like 99% of females in history didn't know how to be mothers and so they became one that's the whole point you get pregnant and then you learn to become a mother you're not supposed to be a mother before you have children you're supposed to have a child then learn to be a mother the child is literally what teaches you how to be a mother your first child is where you learn most it's where you make most of your uh, mistakes from your second third child you know is where you tend to do better you you refine your motherhood but your first child is where you learn you know and you don't want to and that's the thing when it comes to your first child you don't want to make too many mistakes so you try your best to not make any mistakes and, that, and this is why i understand the the hesitant for most females to not want to you know have children because they feel you know they, they don't want to they don't want to fail they don't like the idea of, of being wrong or losing so of course i get that but I'm not saying that that's a justifiable excuse for not having kids. It's like, no, no, you should still have kids. You need to learn the hard way. You know, would it be nice if y'all could learn things the easy way? Of course. That's why you listen to females who do have kids, who, who are married and living happy ever after. Listen to them, learn from them. Right? But a lot of times, you're going to have to learn things the hard way. That's how the human race got to this point in you know in history is we learn things the hard way we learn what was right and what's wrong right that's why you have people out here on the internet complain about what's wrong and what's right you know having a whole bunch of debates left and right about what should happen and what shouldn't happen in society all i'm saying is that we all have choices you know females definitely had way more choices back in the day before feminism. Feminism actually reduced y'all choices because feminism convinced y'all that the best choice is to be single, is to compete with men instead of cooperating with men, instead of working with men, instead of being an equal to men. Because the idea of being equal is that y'all the same, that y'all on the same level, that y'all agree on the same things. The fact that we see a whole bunch of feminists constantly disagreeing with men or guys in general it's proof that, nah, <laughs> y'all don't believe in, in equality. You know? Y'all, 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 y'all want something different, clearly. You know? And, hey, to each their own. I'm not saying that if a female wants to be a feminist or wants to, you know, live her life without a man, you know, it's fine. Do you just... Please do me the favor of not promoting the idea that every female needs to be a feminist. That every female needs to agree to stay away from men like this bullshit. As well as, <coughs> please stop convincing these guys out here to be feminists. That's, that's stupid. But whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm doing the best I can with what I got, right? All I could do is put information out there, let people know what's going on, you know, let them know about the past, let them know the present, and, you know, give them some advice for the future, and hopefully they'll make the better choices. And that's all I'm 
offering to the ladies that listen to my podcast is I'm offering y'all options. I'm letting you know what, you know, what y'all need to know so that way y'all can make better choices. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you what you're capable of doing, what you could be doing when you choose to. If you choose to be a wife, there's things you got to know, things you got to think about, things you got to consider, right? You might want to consider the health of your of your of your husband, right? Of yourself, of your children if you if you go that route, you know, have kids, you know, the health of society, how you and your marriage affects the world, right? It affects your community, it affects your country, right? You know, especially if you're patriotic and you know you love your country, you you know you believe in supporting your country, you believe your country is awesome and great, then you should want it to survive. And the way countries survive is with people. If you're not reproducing new people, the country's not going to survive. The country's not going to do well. Part of the problem in America right now is people are not wanting to get along and not wanting to reproduce that we are literally running out of people. COVID has killed tons of Americans. We're dropping in, um, in population, which means at some point we're going to be so, so little um, of a population. We're going to have so few humans in America that the rest of the world is going to be like, oh, there's plenty of space in America. Let's go over there. And then there's going to be an offset where there's going to be more people who are from out of America, from other countries coming here and, you know, buying up properties and this and third and start changing. I wouldn't be surprised. Start ending up seeing, um, you know, around Florida being, you know, more of a Latin area and then seeing, you know, like the Texas area, let's say being a little more Asian and then, you know, the list goes on and on. And let's say more up here in New York and um, Washington, D.C. and stuff like that, be a little more Russian. I don't be surprised if that happens in the next 10, 20 years. Because it just means that the rest of the world is, you know, coming to America and literally taking it over and breaking it into, into sections and turning it into China 2.0, right? You know, Russia 2.0, right? Like, you, you got to think about that. And that's mainly because we have less and less of what of the people that we normally would have here representing America. So at some point, you know, we're going to be invaded, right? We're going to, people are going to take over. But one way we can prevent that, one way we can keep the balance and keep it where America is America, and of course other, uh, you know, races, right, are welcome to America, it's just that we got to, you know, keep the balance. We can't let America get taken over, as it were, right? Can't let it end up being just uh, free real estate, as they say, and have the rest of the world just take a piece of America and put their own flag on it. And then it's like, damn, America used to be, you know, you know, a place where everybody can get along, you know, you know, where everybody can coexist. But now it's it's separated, segregated by different races to the point where like it just it became another um, Europe essentially right where you have Europe Asia and all that yeah all these different parts and different cultures in the European area uh, you know the European co- continent now America is 
is broken down into different sections. So, just something that I'm noticing. And um, if you're in America, you'll want America to be great, as they say, right? Let's, let's literally make great America great again by reproducing, by um, men and women getting along, by <laughs> man, uh, fam, you know, husband, you know, husband and wife and stuff. Make that work. Because the thing is, we're, let, we're making it not work. We're letting, you know, marriages fail. And unfortunately, ladies, I'm going to, and this is the truth, this is a fact that has been proven time and time again, that unfortunately it is the ladies that are responsible for why marriages aren't working. Guys are trying to make it work. Y'all are the ones leaving. Y'all are the ones that, you know, are not being uh, traditional, right? You're not the ones who, who, who see the value in marriage. Y'all see it, you know, negatively, not positively, you know, which is unfortunate. It should be seen positively because it is a positive thing. You know, again, if you choose that path, it's a great path. But you got to make it great. You can't just be like, oh, I choose to be a housewife and it should be easy peasy. I shouldn't have to do anything. It should just be, you know, it should just be easy. It's like, no, because it's the same thing as... Uh, feminists trying to convince uh, women that, you know, having a job, right, being, not being a housewife is better because it's supposed to be easier. You get to make the decisions. You control this. You control that, blah, blah. And most of y'all already found out the hard way, it ain't easier. It ain't easier. Y'all starting to experience what we as men experience. The thing is, is that we're used to it. We're built for it. We're raised for the hardship. We're raised for the stress of working. Females are typically not born and raised for that. But y'all are the ones being convinced that that's the best route, which is not. If you can handle it, yeah, it's for you. But if you can't handle it, then it's not for you. And that's the thing. If you try, because one of the things that I mentioned before in my podcast is that you can't hate the idea of being a wife if you never tried it. You can't be against it and think that it's not the best, best for you. That being a career woman is better for you than being a wife. Because the thing is you never tried being a wife. You haven't tried it first. You haven't, you know, practiced being a wife. You know? And that's the thing about dating. You could practice being a wife, you know, in, while you're dating. Right? You could practice learning how to get along with a guy, how to, you know, you know, make him better, make yourself better in the process, and so forth and so forth, right? All the things that comes from, you know, being with somebody else. Because it's a team thing. Right? It's a team activity. Marriage is a team activity. It's not a individual thing so it's not you versus your husband it's you and your husband versus the world and the problem is, is most females are convinced that it's it is them versus us right males versus female the gender war was created by females guys didn't start the gender war guys are trying to end the gender war the gender war was created by females 
this is y'all doing. And since y'all started it, y'all the ones who can stop it, right? Men are trying to convince y'all to stop it. And most of y'all are just continuing it and trying to keep it alive. Most of y'all love and thrive off of, off of the war. And that's unfortunate. You know the old saying, misery loves company. So most females who are miserable in their lives are going to try to keep the gender war going so they can try to keep as many females single, right? Keep as many females miserable so that way they're not alone. That way they have people they can talk to about how bad men are when in reality, y'all don't know what men are. Y'all never been with real men. Y'all probably messed around with a whole bunch of douchebags, a bunch of immature boys, right? Fuck boys. And then label them as men when they're not men. Men are not things you, you talk negatively about because men are the, the best among the boys. Right? It's boys to men, not men to boys. It's boys to men. So you, you go from being a boy to being a man. You go from being a girl to being a woman. Right? You become these things. And not just by getting old. You become these things by getting wise and mature. Wisdom. Knowledge. That's what makes you a man. That's what makes you a woman. It's more mental than it is physical. But anyway, hopefully in the near future, more females will understand that. More men will understand that. I'll definitely be promoting that a lot, especially on TikTok. Correcting people when they're, when they're saying, like, men this, men that, women this, women that. It's like, no, no. The, what you're talking about are not men. What you're talking about are not women. So stop bringing men and women into these conversations into these issues that y'all children, y'all boys and girls, y'all immature adults, y'all males and females are having. These are male and female issues and y'all created it with, with y'all ignorance, y'all immaturity, y'all childishness, right? Y'all, y'all haven't grown up to be a man. You haven't grown up to be a woman yet. You haven't learned what it takes to be a man, what it takes to be a woman. And that's why y'all having problems and issues. Men and women don't have problems. Men and women are problem solvers. Men and women are the final solution to the male and female issues, right? When you become a man, you don't have problems. You have solutions. When you become a woman, you don't have problems. You have solutions. That's the whole point. And that'll be the end of the podcast for now.